0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is there a current Red who could make it into the Hall of Fame? I answer that, and I look at some mock trades, including one that involves Jesse Winker. That's all coming up on today's Locked On Reds podcast. Let's get going. You are Locked On Reds. Your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Reds your hashtag first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms on today's podcast. We're going to talk about current Reds players who have a chance to make it to the Hall of Fame at the end of their careers and what that what those guys uh, what that might look like. And we're also going to talk about some mock trades, including the three big pitchers that the Reds have been rumored to be in sort of negotiations with, and also... Jesse Winker, which is totally off the beaten path, but I thought the trade was interesting. We'll talk about all that coming up here in just a moment. Before we do, though, I wanted to let you know I I saw this news item. It's an article in the Enquirer that Bobby Nightingale had written talking about how the Hot Stove League show on 700 WLW that happens all throughout the offseason once a week announced the other day they will be unable to talk about the goings-on for the players who are on the 40-man roster while the lockout continues to roll on. It's going to be interesting to see, and I think it's indicative of a larger problem that Major League Baseball has because of this lockout, regardless of the fact that there's not been a threat yet to the start of the season. I'm going to tell you about that a little bit later on. Let's start first, though, with the Reds, and let's start with some fun. Is there currently a player on the roster? who has a future in the Hall of Fame ballot. I think it's a pretty obvious takeaway here on this one, and it's Joey Votto. We'll talk about who else might join him in just a second, but uh, Joey Votto's a Hall of Famer. Right now, he's got a war of 64.6 for his career. He's got 331 total home runs. He's got a 1,065 RBIs, and a slash line for his entire career is 302. 416 on base and a 520 slugging percentage. If you look at the average batter in the Hall of Fame, the average position player statistics when it comes to the Hall of Fame, they kind of look like this. A war of 67. They've got 219 home runs. This is the average position player, has 219 home runs, a thousand or one thousand one hundred and ninety-six RBIs. And the average Hall of Famer slash line is 303, 377, 467. Joey matches a lot of those numbers. And I think by the end of his career, he's going to easily match that war total. I believe he's going to have a war over 70 by the time he hangs him up. But he's got enough home runs, he'll have enough RBIs, I believe, by the end of his career to match those average numbers, and his slash line is going to continue to be better than your average Hall of Famer. So I believe that he makes the Hall of Fame. I, you know, first ballot's always kind of a tough ask, especially with the way that voters are about it, or the way that writers approach that first ballot uh that he's on. I probably not first ballot hall of famer, but I believe Joey Votto will be the next red to be enshrined in the hall of fame. The question is who else? If you're looking at players who their career track, or at least how long they've spent the experience that they've had that are closer to retirement, or at least in the ballpark of where Joey Votto is to retirement. The only guy that's really there is Mike Moustakas that's hey, he's not got a hall of fame career. He's got less than 15 career wins above replacement. That's nowhere near the average hall of famer. I I get it. There's some guys that have not that many wins above replacement, but that was a different time. I, I don't th- think that Moose is anywhere near the hall of fame. So you're looking at guys who they've got a whole career ahead of them. Guys like Jonathan Indian, Tyler Stevenson, does Jesse Winker have the ability to build a career worthy of the hall of fame? That's kind of hard to say at this point. And when it comes to Jesse Winker, the biggest question with him would be health because you got to play a lot more than what he has played in a one season type uh, situation to build a hall of fame worthy career. When you look at Jonathan India, there's still quite a bit that needs to be answered for that. So I think that when you're talking about this current roster and you're talking about the idea of a red who could be in the hall of fame, there's a lot more questions than answers. I think it's Joey Votto. And currently right now, I don't think anybody else because it's hard to say after a guy's rookie year. Sure. He was rookie of the year, but there's been lots of rookies of the year who have come no- nowhere near the hall of fame. Just the fact of the matter. So there's lots to be answered left with Jonathan. I'd love to say that. I think he is a hall of famer, but uh, he's got to play a lot more. Look, when you're talking about the qualifications for the hall of fame, those average numbers that I told you kind of make sense. But Joey's also been on top of the first baseman mountain, especially when you're talking about the national league, but, he has been one of the best first basemen in the game for a while now. Of course, 2019, 2020 kind of knocked him off that perch, but and maybe 2018 as well. But pretty much from 2010 to 2017, if he was healthy, Joey Votto was included in the conversation as one of the three best first basemen in the game. That's what you're talking about when you're talking about a Hall of Famer. They're going to be on the top of their game, I'd say, for at least six years. Talking about six years, seven years, eight years. If you can be on the top of your game for a decade, you're definitely a Hall of Famer. But it's got to be like top level performances for a longevity. That's not a word. It is a word, but not in the case of what I'm saying, but for a long period of time. That's what you're looking for when you're talking about a Hall of Famer. So rookie of the year is nice, but it's not exactly the indication that he's going to be in Cooperstown at some point, although it doesn't hurt either. So yeah, Joey Votto and nobody else right now coming up. What could a trade that involves the Reds saying goodbye to Jesse Winker look like got mock trade Monday on tap for you and could the angels be a good fit for one of the three big pitchers let's mock some trades but before we do that let's get your tv in order because maybe you've heard this before you've got uh, a device that lets you watch your game live you've got a device for your favorite television shows you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the good stuff stop it. Stop it with all that. Or maybe you've got like multiple profiles for multiple streaming services stop all that, get it all together with direct TV stream. You can go to directtv.com right now and learn about direct TV stream and how to get your TV together for 2022 2021 is almost over. And if you're still running multiple devices with multiple profiles, stop it all, get it all under one TV screen with direct TV stream. They've got all your favorite lives, sports television on demand favorites, movies, reality TV, all of that and more is on DirecTV Stream. Check them out at DirectTV.com today and learn about the different entertainment packages that you can put together with DirecTV Stream. you got to have a compatible device, though, and the contents vary by the package that you choose. Thanks again for making Lockdown Reds your hashtag first listen of the day. We're free and available on all platforms. Let's start off a new thing during this offseason, We're going to have a segment on Mondays called mock trade Monday. Kind of mentioned, I got this idea from lockdown Mariners. They do a fan fiction Friday where they have fans send in their mock trades and we kind of grade them. So I'm going to do something similar to that. And when we're talking about these mock trades that I've been looking at here recently, um, it's pretty evident that we expect the Reds to have to trade away an asset. The Reds are going to have to trade away a guy, at least based on the mock trades, that maybe they we really don't want them to see trade. You know, I, I mentioned that if the Reds are able to trade Mike Mostakis, they would avoid having to trade one of the three big pitchers. But based on what the trades people were sending into to me, they don't think that's going to happen. So let's talk about it. Firstly, I want to start with this one at double wood Dan proposes three different trades and they're all to the angels, but different in different ways. And when I look at these three different trades, you've got Tyler Malley and Graham Ashcraft for Reed Detmers and Joe Adele. That's a pretty nice trade. Actually, when you look at that, something that I would consider. In fact, you look at Reed Detmers, he was the top prospect in the Angels organization this past year and ranked very highly. He was a first-round pick, a guy that could really transform this pitching staff. The interesting thing about it, though, I, I don't know if I love giving up Tyler Malley. In fact, when I look at the three rumored pitchers that have been in deals, uh, rumored deals and things like that with other teams, I'd say I, I like even less the idea of trading Tyler Malley than I like of trading Luis Castillo. Quick power rankings. If they had to trade one of them, trade Sonny Gray. Don't really want them to trade Tyler Mally in any situation. Tyler Mally and Graham Ashcraft seems like a high price, but Reed Detmers is the kind of guy that they're talking about. He's got a decent fastball velocity, but a very, very nice curveball. The kind of curveball that's going to give anybody fits. So he could profile as a top of the rotation type pitcher. And then you're talking about Joe Adele, just a fantastic talent in the outfield that is at least an interesting trade. And if I'm giving it a rating one out of 10, I think I'd probably give that one a six, even though they give up Tyler Malley, which I really don't want to see them do. But I mean, again, Detmers, he's 22 years old. He already has MLB experience, though. It wasn't really good, but they say like profile wise, Reed Detmers has a very nice uh, ceiling and a very nice future ahead of him. Be interesting to see the Reds get in on that. The trade of these three that I like the most, he has Sonny Gray going to the Angels for Joe Adele, and they have uh, Bachman coming over. He's a pitcher by the name of Bachman from the Angels, and he is the kind of guy that when you look at him, he profiles as a relief pitcher he's got a weird arm angle and something that they don't think is something that he could do as a starting pitcher in fact i'm and i'm looking at fan graphs on this when it talks about bachman he says that he is the kind of guy who would be a relief pitcher single inning so talking about maybe like a closer and according to this you see right here the the graphic that i got this is from mlbtradevalues.com and i i I appreciate everybody using that site whenever they sent me some mock trades. It's it's a good way to understand something. I don't think it's an end-all, be-all, but they use the same kind of resources that other major league teams use as well. So it's worth seeing the numbers that they ascribe and according to this, the total value is a little bit less than what Sonny Gray is worth, but you're talking about getting Joe Adele, so you're locking down the outfield with a dude that's got some real good tools, real toolsy player. That's a big thing nowadays. Okay, big thing all the time. I don't know why I just said nowadays. Anyway, Joe Adele would be awesome in the outfield, and you would get a guy who you could slot into the bullpen for years to come. Again, don't... Uh, uh, it's just it's so hard for me talking about trades for prospects and things like that the other trade Luis Castillo for Bachman and Brandon Marsh Brandon Marsh uh, would be very interesting he is a very talented dude I think I'm going to talk about him more on the next one I don't I don't like that trade in particular just because you're not getting I, I don't know the the relief pitcher uh tag applied to Bachman just isn't that enticing to me for that kind of a deal. So I'd say six out of 10 for the Tyler Malley and Graham Ashcraft deal. I'd give the Sonny Gray deal probably a seven out of 10. And then I'd give the Luis Castillo one, maybe a four out of 10, but I appreciate the trade. uh, The mock trades there from at double wood, Dan another one. And and maybe I've got to do, uh crossover with our friend, Steve Granado over at lockdown angels. Cause a lot of people were sending me trades with the angels. And this one came in from, uh, at reds and wildcats crazy or crazy. You have to let me know in that way. I think it's crazy, but yeah, he spells it K R a Z Z Y. He has a uh, angels proposal to get Brandon Marsh. That would require Tyler Malley, Luis Sessa, and Amir Garrett. Now, I mentioned how I don't like trading Tyler Mallett. Brandon Marsh is an interesting dude. He's he's labeled as a good contact hitter, good on-base guy right now. Like, guy you could slot in at the top of the lineup. He's very athletically gifted. He profiles as a center fielder. And they said that the power could come along because he's got a very athletic frame. So he's a guy that really could be an all-around good player And it'd be interesting to see if the Reds would go after a guy like that. The thing is, you're giving up Tyler Malley, which maybe that's okay if you slot in both Hunter Green and Nick Ladello into the rotation this next season. But I I just don't know about that. This seems like a lot to give up for a guy who, yeah, he seems like a decently low risk kind of prospect, but I don't know. I think I maybe give that one a six out of 10. I do like the idea of getting Brandon Marsh back, a guy who plays center field and they project him to be ready to do that right now. I mean, he's got a little bit of uh major league experience with him, but they project him to be ready to be in the major leagues and play center field right now, this moment. So yeah, that could be a little bit interesting. Six out of 10, I'd say on that one. All right. I mentioned Jesse Winker coming up. We'll talk about that trade that includes him. That's uh, going to Cleveland. Be interesting to see. Also, a thought on what baseball as a whole is losing out on right now, even while the season is not yet in jeopardy. We'll talk about that. And it, But you know what won't put you in jeopardy? Built Bar. Built Bar is amazing. you got to go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCK15 to save 15% off your next order. I've talked about Built Bar so much, and during this holiday season, it is a great way to add to your snack game without killing your diet because it tastes exactly like a candy bar thanks to its 100% real chocolate but it's stats. Don't lie. We're talking about like four grams of fat or less, four grams of sugar or less and up to 18 grams of protein. You got to check out Built Bar today. If, you, if you've if you just been ignoring what I've said about Bilt Bar for a long time now, what you can find is this amazing flavors like Cherry Barsia, my favorite. They've got this awesome new thing, Ruby Chocolate, which it's not milk chocolate. It's not dark chocolate. It's not white chocolate. It is Ruby Chocolate. It's got like a Berry taste, probably like raspberry, I think, if I thought about it real hard, but like a berry taste to it, but it's chocolate. It's so good. You got to check them out today. Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and save 15% off your next story. They've got limited time flavors that roll in and out all the time. Check them out today at Built.com. That's Built Bar. They are so good, man. Like 100% real ch- Not like they are 100% real chocolate, but it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, you're going to think that you're scratching that itch that you have for something sweet, but you're going to be fitting into pretty much any diet you can think of because built bar is healthy for you too. built.com and use the promo code locked 15. Got another promo code for you that you can take advantage of and you can Make some cash off your sports knowledge today at betonline.ag. Head on over there today and set up your profile with the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus that helps you Get your bankroll off to a good start. Plus, you can take advantage of great lines and props on all kinds of sports. Talking about NFL as we're going down the stretch run toward the playoffs. You've got NCAA basketball that just got started. You've got NCAA football that's heading into bowl season. Probably the best time of year if well, it's up there with the NCAA tournament. But when it comes to sports betting, bowl season, second to none. And you've got NBA, as well as the NHL, UFC. There was a great card this past weekend. Cannot believe that Amanda Nunez got upset. That, and there were a lot of people that were cashing in some big bets there on Julian Pena. That was fantastic fight, too. Just, I, I can't believe she submitted it. Anyway, yeah, getting off topic there. BetOnline.ag. Set up your profile today with the promo code LOCKEDON and get that 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag is the only online sportsbook that I trust should too it's helped me made a couple of bucks off of what i know when it comes to sports and i believe you can make some money as well it's betonline.ag promo code locked on to save or to get 50 percent more on your initial deposit because betonline.ag is where the game starts all right finishing up mock trade monday as we've got one more trade. This one is from crazy as well, or crazy, crazy, crazy at Reds and Wildcats. He says, Jesse Winker and Kyle Farmer to Cleveland for George Valera. I think it's Valera. He is an outfield prospect, a power hitting outfielder. And according to Fangraphs, their Zips prospect rankings Of all of Major League Baseball, he was number 60, so top 100 prospect there. You got outfielder Petey Halpin, so not Halpert, but Halpin. That'd be kind of interesting. Plus, his name's Petey. That's cool. He's 19 years old. He was a third-round pick in 2020, and he was the number 18 prospect in the Guardians organization this past season, per Fangraphs, although his estimated time of arrival is 2025, so yeah, not real quick. Uh, George Valera, by the way, his ETA is this season. And then Logan Allen, who the Reds faced, I believe, once this past year. And, and he had a 4.84 XFIP. You'll notice that his ERA was over 6, so you're going to think that he wasn't that good. But he was a little bit unlucky. He had a high homer-to-fly ball ratio, it was 22%. That's kind of high, showing that he got a little unlucky, I think, so it would be an interesting to see. That trade, thinking about giving up on Jesse Winker, uh, there's a question that I have for you when it regards Jesse Winker. Have we seen his best? I think the only way you can actually answer that is if he plays a full season. So then that asks the question, can Jesse Winker stay healthy for a full season? He hasn't yet. and the most games that he has played in any one year is 113. That's an interesting question. So, could the Reds flip him for a really good power hitting prospect in George Valera, and also include Petey Halpin, who I think that that's an upside pick. He wasn't ranked in any sort of top one hundred, and he was only a top. He was only number eighteen in the Guardian system this past season. Though they do have a good farm system, and Logan Allen, who he's a lefty. That's kind of nice, but overall not a pitcher that you're getting super excited about maybe slots into the backside of the rotation, maybe a long relief option, not, not anything too crazy, but you also get rid. And, and he put this in his tweet did crazy. He said, you get rid of Kyle farmer so that David bell can't start him over Jose Barrera at shortstop. That's, that's an interesting case as well. I think overall that one intrigues me a little bit. I think I'd probably give that one a seven out of 10. Just because George Valera, I was reading a little bit about him. I'll be honest, I didn't know George Valera before I saw this trade. But reading a little bit about him intrigues me a bit. And if only because I'm not so sure about Jesse Winker's health status moving forward. I love Jesse Winker. But if you're talking about value to a team, availability is the best ability. And if he's always going to be on the IL for something then maybe at least explore the trade. Although I think that he's at his highest value right now. I don't know. Seven out of 10 is what I'm giving that crazy. I appreciate the trades that you had put to me on Twitter and you can send me mock trades as well at Jeff Carr with three Fs or send them to at locked on reds for the show. And next Monday we'll have another segment for mock trade Monday. Now next week, just a programming note, we will kind of cut back. We won't have five episodes a week. It'll be three or four episodes a week, starting next week. I got five for you this week, but starting next week, we'll have three to four, something like that. And then uh, before we end today's episode, one quick thought: when it comes to the owners and the players and things like this, uh, the the finer points of you know pay and and uh, uh, revenue sharing and things like that. I think the one big picture, the one thing that even though the season isn't yet being threatened, they're still missing out, is the idea that Major League Baseball has always been bad at advertising its own product. This is something that we've always talked about, you know, in the blackout, things like that. Not having mainstream players like the NFL and the NBA do. Mike Trout, as good as he is, he's he's not necessarily a household name. I, I, I mean, I think amongst baseball fans, but if you ask people to name the top 10 athletes right now, are they going to name Mike Trout? I don't know that that's a given. So they're missing out on advertising even when they had stuff. But now, like the Hot Stove League show said, they're not going to be talking about players on the 40-man roster because they can't. That just underscores a huge problem going on right now. As fans of baseball, we constantly say it's the hardest professional sport to access. And especially now, you've got the NHL all over ESPN+. Plus. You can pretty much watch every game, every night. That's a fantastic thing. The NBA, it's very easy to watch games. The NFL, very easy to watch games. Major League Baseball? Not so much. There's lots of people who were not able to watch televised Reds games last year simply because Bally Sports is not available on all television platforms, which is silly to me. That's something that they've absolutely got to figure out and absolutely got to fix when it comes to these negotiations and CBA stuff and things like that. But they got to figure it out right now because even right now, you don't see player pictures because they grade that out. And they said that it's, it's a legal issue, but they don't really go into detail as to what that legal issue is. So whatever, it's a legal thing. I understand that's like over my head. I don't really understand that. But at the end of the day, even right now, they're not talking about players. They're not talking about transactions because everything's on a hole. Everything's frozen because of this lockout. And you've got two sides that don't really want to talk to each other. I, I, this seems pretty easy to me and it's probably because I have no idea about the finer points and the nuances and all of this stuff. But when I look at what ails baseball compared to the NBA and the NFL, what ails major league baseball, they are doing absolutely nothing to fix it. And they are doing quite a bit more damage than they already had to fix. So they got to do this quick. They cannot sit on their hands with this. It really seems like what they're doing right now. That's my quick thought, though. And that's going to be the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast today. Now go check out Locked On Bets. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling have you covered for everything that you can make money on today at Locked On Bets, just like Locked On Reds, free and available wherever you get your podcast, coming up later this week. We're going to have Lance McAllister from 700 WLW on to talk about the idea of a Mount Rushmore and what the Reds have going on this off season. Whenever that resumes. Plus Steven Offenbaker will join the show as well. I got a question for him about Jesse Winker. Something that I talked about today. We'll see what he thinks too. That's coming up later on this week here on the lockdown Reds podcast. Hey, it's the off season and I know we're locked out, but I'm locked on Reds.